Hello and welcome to the London Property Podcast, the home of Super Prime. Today, we're in conversation with Gary Hersham, one of London's leading agents who's managed to do a deal for over 200 million this year in 2020. Welcome, Gary. I started um, Beach Estates in probably 1978. And that was a function of having left university, having done my undergraduate degree and having started my postgraduate degree, which I found rather boring. And I'd worked for my late father in one of his three public companies. A friend of mine came up for tea in our house in St. John's Wood and suggested I joined his estate agency and I became a partner with him. And that was in 1978. And not to go into any great detail, by the end of the year, I owned 100% of Beecham Estates. Okay. So, so last time I interviewed you was the day after Brexit. So can we have your market snapshot now? Not so sure it's so easy to give you a snapshot of them. It's a very strange market that we live in today. I don't see that there are a hell of a lot of distressed sales. It's for sure very few people can come to England and therefore the footfall into properties is much lower than it ever has been. We are still concluding some sales, but not with the speed and rapidity that we used to do them in the past. There's still a lot of interest in London, central London property. I think the safe haven label of the UK or particularly London is still there. But the ability to get people out to view property is very much more difficult than it ever has been in the whole of my career. So do you think that actually we might see... uh boost in activity once travel picks up. So actually, this is a period of time to try and transact to get take advantage of people's lack of confidence. If your question is such that you suggest that in this interim market, so to speak, people will trade at lower prices than they would have beforehand, not sure you're right. I'm not sure that there are a lot of people who are ready to trade at discounts. Those who are trading at discounts are forced to trade at discounts. And it's mainly because that particular property is in the hands of the receiver or there's something wrong with the property. In other words, it was refurbished badly. The gearing was wrong. The interest rate was wrong. Um, and as such, those properties would be distressed in any market, let alone this market. Having said that, there are sales that are taking place today. People are coming to view, but with uh, with reticence. People don't feel comfortable going into houses where you're selling a house for an owner-occupier, where you're selling a house for an owner-occupier. The owner-occupier himself doesn't want a lot of people coming through at the same time. He wants people to wear masks. It's all a very uncomfortable situation. But there is still business out there, but sadly not as much as there was beforehand. Are you seeing a difference in the profile of the buyer? Do you think that they're more domestic than, than, than foreign? Or is that just because people are travelling? Well, clearly, people who are in England are the ones who can come out and see properties. And they might be English, they might be Russian, they might be Indian, they might be Chinese. Um, but the real crux of the matter is the numbers are lower, very much lower. And viewings, people are taking their time. You know what? If I can't find something today, I'll find it tomorrow. So that's what the situation is. There's no sense of urgency. In some cases, there's a sense of urgency. In some very rare cases, somebody wants to buy something immediately. But in most cases, in absolutely most cases, people are saying, don't worry, we'll find something sooner or later. 
So normally in the top parts of, of, of the market, people hold out to get the price that they want. So are you finding that people are actually not bothering to put their properties on the market right now? Is there a shortage of stock? Beecham Estates, in this office in particular, has over 100 instructions. So perhaps that answers your question. Got it. And what's the most expensive property on the market at the moment, to your knowledge? We've got several country instructions, which are plus or minus £100 million. In one particular case, in excess of £100 million. There are several properties that I'm aware of that we're instructing on in prime central London around £60 million. And of course, there are exceptional ones that are in excess of £150 million. But that profile hasn't changed because of, uh, of the pandemic. The tax Look, changes since 2013 attacking the overseas buyer, are you seeing that these trophy homes are changing hands as frequently as they used to? been a lot of very important sales in prime central London during during this nine month period this last nine month period what I wonder is whether the extra two percent stamp duty that comes in in April the April coming will enhance the speed of transactions prior to that because now there's an extra two percent that comes along for foreign purchases in April and I suspect many of them are aware of it, and they'll want to complete their transactions before that hit that uh, extra stamp duty hits. Not that it seems to make a huge amount of difference to people spending thirty or forty million quid, but everybody likes the idea of being able to save and not to have to pay that money because it's wasted otherwise. So normally, London goes kind of through cycles where in the seventies you have people from the Middle East buying, and then you know you have Russians buying, and so on. What do you think is the profile of interest? Where is it coming from? Mainly China. Mainly China right now. And are you finding that the Chinese are buying for personal use? Are they making investments? Is it a bit of everything? What 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 is your take on it? Well, I can see a lot of Chinese investment in prime central under the top end of the market. Not going to mention any company names. But there are two or three very well-known Chinese conglomerates buying in the UK, both residential and commercial. From my point of view, I'm not talking about in the general market, much more in the general market. And then the chairman of those companies buying their own residence in prime central London. In a particular case, we sold one of them a house for £210 million in February of this year. Nice. And that's a single residence or it's multi-units? No comment. Okay. Um, so, would you, so, so what would you advise? If somebody came to you and said, Gary, I want to spend, I want to invest £20 million today, what would you tell them to do? It really depends. It really depends what they tell me they want to invest in. Lots of people are saying, I want to buy a vacant block of flats, but I can't find many good, good value blocks of flats in prime central London today. Got one in Hans Place if you want. Yeah, please send it to me. <laughs> um, the other inquiry is hotels. The amount of inquiries we get for hotels is, is almost exponential. And again, that's a very difficult inquiry to satisfy. Very difficult from an agent's protection point of view. Why an agent's protection point of view? Because the minute you release the name of the hotel to your potential buyer, he has a way of going directly to source. That's always been my concern. Right. 
unless you're instructed on a sole agency basis. We are quite often not instructed on such bases. So it's a very brave uh, asset class to be investing in when all the hotel, hotels are shut. and they're... Well, they're all expecting 30 or 40% discounts, so perhaps not as brave as you think it is. Okay, so they're, they're waiting for yeah. Donald Trump to graduate from his COVID school. Something like that. Did he have COVID? <laughs> Is it a political move? <laughs> I think uh, he didn't want to face another debate, in my view. And what about Brexit? What do you think that's doing to the market? Brexit's practically forgotten now. Nobody mentions Brexit. Anybody, everybody's worrying about masks. Everybody's worrying about masks. <laughs> I mean, this COVID business, nobody sees an end to it. Nobody sees how one can work properly. No one sees how one can go out. And I mean, if you look at different parts of the world, Canada's in lockdown, Israel's in lockdown, the north of England's about to be in lockdown. What people think after the first lockdown period worldwide, wherever it might have been, Melbourne's in lockdown. Everybody thought they're infallible. Nobody can touch them. All of a sudden, the pubs, the restaurants, the bars, the public areas were congested with people, thinking to themselves, nothing can happen. And all of a sudden, the death rate shoots up or the, the case rate shoots up. I think it's very important to remember that this is a really serious life, health, life and death matter. And whether we joke about Trump or not, anybody, it's, it's, it's not case. This virus can hit anybody, clearly. Um, and uh, I think we've got to take it very seriously. And this is what we have to worry about. How do we show properties? What's going to happen to the property market? What's going to happen to offices? What's going to happen to the retail market? What's going to happen to the restaurant market? The world's going to go into uh, uh, um, an enormous, it's in an enormous crisis, but the crisis is going to get worse and worse and worse. We have to live through it. Guess what? We're not here for today. We're here for tomorrow. We're going to, you know, this is the land of the living. Do you have any opinion on what, what you think is going to happen to the commercial market, to the office market? Or what would you think would be a good resolution? I think it's important to remember that people need to associate with one another. There has to be interaction between people. Part of going to work is perhaps to get away from home. Part of going to work is to meet their friends. Part of work is working itself. But I think that that human interaction is terribly important to all of us. And I'm not so sure that given a little bit of time, the office market won't properly recover. We hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening to London Property, the home of Super Prime. You can reach us by email info at londonproperty.co.uk.